What's up, what's up, what's up? This is your host, Jordan. This is Brock. And I'm Ben. And this is another episode of For the Future. Before we start, uh, I want to shout out a few people. Well, we want to shout out a few people. First person on our list, Sharon George. Uh, don't for, don't think I forgot about you, Sharon. Uh, I just didn't know your last name last episode, so I made sure I got it so I can shout you out. But you've been a great help. Sharon, uh, she was part of the group of Lisa Zeller and April Lumen, and they, like, they... They did their thing. They helped Anthony uh, Savage Nino, the person I was talking about last episode, with his concert and everything. And so I was helping them. And so they just ended up helping me in the process. It was a good, uh, like, it was a lot of reciprocal energy going around. Like, they helped me. I helped them. And, like, the, just the vibes that came from them was real real friendly and real uh, real good. So thank you for that. Uh, I got two shout-outs I want to make. First off, I want to shout-out my man Andres Maldonado. Uh, I go to school with Andres. Andres, shout out to you, bro. You, you know, motivate me to do a lot of great things um, in and out of school, in my community, um, just in general. Uh, and then one thing that I learned from you that I want to share with our listeners and my, my peers here on the show is um, no matter what room you're in or no matter who you're around, you may not be the most talented, but as long as you work harder than the man next to you and every person in that room, uh, you'll be successful. So thank Damn, you for that. You just made my whole explanation sound mad ass. <laughs> <laughs> my fault. Uh, and my, uh, Andres, his, if you want to you know, talk to him, get in contact with him just for like mentoring or tutoring, anything, he's a smart guy. Um, his Instagram is AndresMaldonado79. Um, too long to spell out, and I have someone to follow up after that. So uh, just sound it out pretty much. Um, I'll, get, I'll, I'll get back to it. I'll get back to it. Uh, next person I want to shout out is Tar- Tyler Hartman. Um, thank you for the support, the honest support, um, listening to each episode that we create and, you know, taking what we speak about and, you know, sharing that information with others, even things, you know, sharing your opinion on it with us and, well, with me and, you know, peers that you listen to this show Make sure with. you text the group, um, the, uh, make sure... Tyler, I'm talking to you specifically. If you like want to, t- well, I'm talking to everybody. Right. But like, if you need to, you know, tell us something, like make sure you tell like, you DM our uh, our IG. account, yeah, mm-hmm. our IG account, yep. you know, so we can all get what you what you're uh, talking about. Facts. And Tyler's Instagram is Tyler Hartman. Um, you might Tyler well with an eight. Yeah. So yeah. so T T Y L A R H A R T. M A N and then Andres Maldonado. Let me go back since I got time. I'm sorry, guys. Um, his is A N D R E S M A L D O N A D O seventy nine. She's different. She spells her Tyler with an A. She's yeah, yeah. different. <laughs> yep. All right, and then last shout out we want to make is to Crystal Sayas. She's just been a great supporter of the show, loyal to the show. And we love and appreciate the support. And I know there's more people out there that are probably doing the same thing that we don't know the names of. So to you guys, too, thank you so much. It's amazing. Yeah, Her, uh, Crystal's IG is crystal uh, period 2501. That is K-R-Y-S-T-A-L period 2501. So go follow her. And, yeah. Uh, I want to say my home thing about a crystal. Crystal... Uh, like the first day we had our like the first day our episode was out, I posted it all over our social medias, all over like my stuff, and and she was like one of the first people to, 
you know, posted on hers. Like, and like it, like it really hit me hard. Yeah, she had posted on, on her own <laughs> social media. Like, she was telling other people to listen to it. She said that it was like a good thing to hear because it's coming from people like our age. And so, like, Crystal, shout out to you. Facts. That's dope. Thank you. Yeah, much appreciation towards Crystal, man. True goat. So, uh, we can get started, man. Yo, last episode, I forgot to touch on something. It was all about influence. You know, the last episode's title, Influence. Uh, but uh, one topic we didn't discuss was, you know, athletes giving back or entertainers in general from Rochester, from the Rochester area or any city. Um, what I've noticed is a lot of entertainers, athletes, etc. They post on social media. Uh, I'm doing this for my city. I'm doing this for those back home. But they aren't actually doing anything beneficial towards where they're from. Um, I'm pretty sure all that is, is a publicity stunt is for the clout. And I feel like if athletes really want to make a difference or if entertainers really want to make a difference, do something or give back in a way where it doesn't have to be published out on social media and it doesn't have to be, mm-hmm. you know, something. You know what I mean? Like, just just let it be. Like, if you want to really give back to your city, give kids the formula on how to become successful or the position that you're in. If you're doing good or you're getting recognition or you are you have your foot in certain doors that other people can't, can't get into, help them get to that level. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, yeah. It, give them the formula like how, how did you work towards that you know kids are going to ask you that question like what did you do to start how did you get there what was you know the battle what were some yeah. of the obstacles you, you had to overcome you hear that a lot too exactly yeah yeah I'm just not like I'm not just not noticing it but like since you bringing it up like you do hear that a lot oh yeah I'm doing this for the like especially in our like I listen to a lot of Rochester rappers because my brothers listen to a lot of Rochester rappers <laughs> and all you hear is like you know I'm doing this for the city I'm doing this for it but like all you're doing is yeah, you just you just rapping. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, and I'm not saying that you're rapping is like that's all. Like, I'm not saying that's all you're doing, but I'm just right. saying that's all you're doing for the city. Yeah. You know, like people don't know the city because of you. They just know you when you right. rapping. Like mm-hmm. they just see you as who you are. You're right. not. For it's his, not like that connection to the city. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nobody's saying, "Oh yeah, he's so good." You know what is, what is his city? You know what I'm <laughs> saying? Like nobody's right. right. And like for example, so. Let's let's just talk basketball, right? Because you know I'm familiar with that. So there's athletes from Rochester that make it, you know, D1 that make it, if not to the draft, you know, get signed by teams, you know, NFL, et cetera, whatever. So athletes that say, yo, I'm putting my city on the map. I'm getting, I'm going to a practice for a team. I'm trying to get signed by a team. Um, I'm not gonna say any names specifically because you know that's that's foul. But yeah. I, I've, I've spoken to those athletes that I feel, you know, haven't been honest haven't been keeping it a buck you know what i mean so i I posted on my snap a while ago like athletes that that give back that i know of anthony iglesia from McQuaid. um anthony not heard of him anthony hasn't gone to a d1 school he's not getting dragged well you know i'm not sure what his future is hasn't in store but Mm -hmm. you know he so far he's not really he hasn't done he's still here basically Mm -hmm. he's already started a basketball camp where he's teaching youth you know major like basketball yeah Yeah. basketball skills you know like one-on-one lessons group sessions etc i'm gonna pull up because i'm ass you need to go okay you you have to disrespect me like that (laughs) no i don't shoot like that i've never shot like that don't disrespect me like that (laughs) (laughs) don't disrespect me like that you still hit lights in the ceiling stop you shoot stop just keep going i bet my fault Still can't shoot, don't you? trash. But yeah, like people like Anthony Iglesias, um, you know that's that's what I consider giving back and putting the city on the map. Like he has athletes from other states coming, meeting him, 
in Rochester gyms to work out with him. And he has, like, trainers coming from all over. I think I do know who you're talking about. Little short dude, right? Nice skin dude. He got... Like brown skin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I know who you're talking about. I can't really describe him. Yeah, he, he was mad nice in basketball himself. And it's like, yeah, like, don't say you're putting the city in the map or you're doing this out in third for the city. If you're not actually doing something and giving anything back, anything tangible for kids to take and run with, what Anthony's doing is, like, major. I that think it's a lot more done. valuable than yeah. It needs to be done, not even just yeah. with sports, just everything. Like. Yeah, and I think it's more than just putting the city on the map because, like, I feel like when you say I'm putting the city on the map, he's like they're implying that what they're doing at that moment is having other people from other places, know, like specifically, like if we talk about here, the rappers here, the basketball players here that we've been talking about, you know, mm-hmm. the influencers here. Mm-hmm. When they say I'm putting the city on the map, that goes more towards I'm going to let other people in other cities and other countries know that Rochester is like a cool city. Yeah. Rochester is where we're come from. And so I feel like your idea on like, let's put the city on the map mm-hmm. is different from what, different from, from what, what like, the, what's his name again? I, I know it's Anthony Iglesias. Yeah, like, it's I know, different I know from what, mean, what Anthony like, is doing. And, like, I, I see what Anthony is doing, and, like, it's a good thing, mm-hmm. but I feel like it's different than putting the city on the map. Because, like, it's different because yeah. he's not branching out to help other, you know? It's so, more and, supportive like, it's, to the city. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's supporting our city. people from outside the city hear more about the city. Exactly, yeah. So, so put it like this. Let's say I get drafted, and they're like, yo, like, first, not first, but, like, He's from Rochester, New York, and people start looking at Rochester, New York. How is it going to look if I'm from Rochester and I'm the only person that's nice enough to make it? Everybody yeah. else just has. I know what you mean. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Like, how's that? Like you're just that's true. just like the same as some random dude from Utah. Like, mm-hmm. and then cool. I and then I put on social media, yo, I put the city on the map. Y'all should thank me. Kids, not you know, a lot of kids don't know what to do with resources that they have in front of them. Mm-hmm. How can you teach them how to take that and you know what I mean? Yeah. Project. I feel yeah. like. I yeah I agree with you, but I feel like yeah still like the the choice of words when it's like when it comes to put the city on the map is different. You know what I'm saying? Like I feel like in this case you're putting your city on. You know what I'm saying? Like if I if I'm good at something and I know I'm good at something and I'm working and I'm working towards it. You know I'm working towards some like higher goal. Mm-hmm. I want to bring people with me. I want to bring my friends with me. I want to bring hard workers with me. Right. And so that's like putting that's putting your city on. You know what I'm saying? It's not. I wouldn't say that's like putting your city on the map. You know. Right. What do you so? Okay, so like when you say bring people with you, like would you? Let's say you're an artist, right? Mm-hmm. You're a rap artist. How do you feel about traveling with a fifty plus entourage? You know what I mean? Like a, a cut, pro, just in general. You know, like it, if you're an artist. Wait. Are, is that entourage doing something? Yeah. Just who would you bring along with you on that journey? I would not it? bring fifty people. Yeah. Bringing, <laughs> I, yeah well, that was just a big number. It was just oh, but Well, know. it depends. Like if I got money, <laughs> if I got money, then like family is gonna stay here, but they gonna be supported. You know, I'm like I'm not gonna mm-hmm. bring them with me and like have them, you know, on the road. You know, what my you, parents don't like that kind it'd of. Be thing. More, but it'd, it'd be more. But it'd be more like more people that's like working. Like, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> So I feel like if I'm bringing people with me, it's going to be people that like are working with me. You know what I'm saying? Like if I'm a music artist, I'm going to bring people that are like helping me make the beats, helping me make the songs. I bring my friend, like people like y'all too, because like Mm -hmm. I know that us three, we listen to music a lot. Mm -hmm. And so like, I'm not going to make music and then like release it when it's ass. And I know that you guys, you like, you guys are my man. So you're going to be honest. And I feel like that's another thing that the music industry, like people, men's don't tell a man's when they songs is ass. Niggas be just releasing 
stuff. Yo, that's yeah, so nah, you fire. Gotta keep it that's just, not your man's if you're going to lie to him. Yeah, yeah exactly. So I know I'll bring y'all because y'all honest with it. Y'all tell me if my mm-hmm. if my stuff is ass, you know? Okay, so like you would bring us to where? Like to concerts or to studio sessions or would you keep us? Because, you know, it's like with some people, they're everywhere. They keep them. Everywhere. Yeah, so I was going to say. Y'all so, coming everywhere. <laughs> Well, some people they, <laughs> when they buy houses, they buy they specifically buy houses with mad rooms so they could bring like family members, friends, close friends, all that stuff. So uh-huh. like with entourages, they keep them with them by their side at all time. They go out to eat, and they mm-hmm. pay for the meals. But I feel pay. like I feel like I wouldn't I wouldn't enable y'all like that though. Mm-hmm. Right. If yeah. I'm working, y'all gotta be working too. If I mm-hmm. make it like I'm not paying for y'all like myself. You know what I'm saying? If I'm an artist and I'm like I'm an artist myself, I'm gonna make sure I put y'all on and make sure y'all do what y'all gotta do. So if you wanna be an astronaut. Mm-hmm. The, you know the mic can probably hear that. This dude eating gummies. <laughs> uh, see, it's probably hurting his ears. <laughs> but uh, like, if you wanted to be an astronaut, you wanted to be. Yeah, I do thanks, bro. <laughs> and he wanted to be a basketball player. Like, I'm gonna make sure that I put you in connects with like the people. I'm going to use, like, my influence to get y'all where y'all need to be. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Because I'm not just yeah. going to be the only supporter in this group. I'm not going to buy a house and feed y'all every day when right. y'all grown-ass men. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, So, like, what advice would you give to, like, students? What's that? What <laughs> advice would you give to students? Or No, no, no. Not, let me not say students. What advice would you give to people who want to be influencers or who want to be entertainers or as someone that has that's in a position to offer resources to their family members, close friends, et cetera, that, you know, have entourage or people Repeat that they can... That. I mean, you know what I'm going to say. So, like, what, like, what, what advice, advice would you, would you give, give people that have the ammunition to, like, help out their community? Exactly. Oh, I feel like you have to do it in a more, so, like... Rather than just giving people the money, like give them money, like to do something with, or like give them resources to help them build whatever they need to succeed, like teach a man to fish rather than just like give him fish, like yeah. that type of thing. Where see now Ben yeah, coming up with saying, "Feel me?" Uh, I, I didn't come uh, up shit. with that. That's, uh, no, but yeah. um, yeah, like if whoever wants to start. A business selling like t-shirts then give them the resources like if you have connects with a company that's doing your merchandise then let them know yeah. and like either have them support or have the company support them or mm-hmm. have them like do an interview and just talk to each other and like help each other out i connect that a lot with like the way i handled like the whole process of starting this podcast you know what i'm uh-huh. saying like it wasn't just you know Brian and uh, Kristen giving me the equipment. You know, it, it took way more than that. Like, it was like finding you guys. You know, I didn't, I knew what podcasts were, but I didn't know how much energy it went into making a podcast, you know. Yeah. And so I went from this person to this person. It's, like, it's a lot of social networking when it comes to starting big projects. And this is not the only big projects that we want to do. We want to do more. Like, I, well, at least I know I'm trying to do more. And I yeah. know you guys are hard workers too. So you'd be with doing more. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I'm just trying to, like, and that's, I think, that's why like this hits like real close but like i'm not trying to put my city on the map i'm just trying to do my like i'm just trying to try my hardest Mm -hmm. to like just raise our city up and if people see it you just happen to see it you know what i'm saying like uh i feel like 
the people in Rochester, you always hear people saying, oh, yeah, Rochester is ass. And, like, there's nothing ever to do in Rochester. But, like, as I got older, I noticed, like, there's so much that Rochester have. Yeah. I said this last episode. We got some good-ass water, yo. Yeah, the, <laughs> some paper. the trails along the water, too. Like I'm telling you, like, we have some good drinking water. And, like, people don't realize that, like... Oh, okay, my my French, <laughs> you're on a whole different way. Yeah, yeah. Tweak it. yeah. yeah, yeah that's yeah. why that's why I, I clarify mean, drinking right. water because yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. Because I was saying the, the, the we got a lot of trails in Rochester. A yeah, lot of trails because we have like waterways and mad forests. Yeah, but like I'm telling you, like like PJ was telling us the other day. PJ's our other friend. He was like, Washington, horrible water. Washington D.C. Has horrible water. He mm-hmm. says he like his mom mad has like a filters. big ass like yeah. <laughs> she has filters. She has uh like mad water bottles that she just keeps in the fridge because their water is horrible. Yeah, and I don't know any other places, but like you know Flint has bad water. That that's not funny. That's but they really have bad I, water. I know. You know I know. What I'm saying? I, know. Like, I just didn't and, expect you to bring that up because <laughs> yeah. that's the only other place that I know has like bad water. Yeah. Shout out to Jada Smith because he helping him out. Like he got his own water business, but. Oh, uh, uh yeah bro like there's so many things to do in rochester it's crazy like mm-hmm. we always yeah. having like something in the uh something at the park mm-hmm. what's that park martin luther king park there's always something there going on but you mm-hmm. know what it is though it's our generation bro yeah i like, swear we boring we make excuses to just not do shit mm-hmm, like we oh I thought we you avoid going outside, outside and just yeah. enjoying what's like life for what it is like you can literally there's so much to just you could just walk in not even in certain neighborhoods because y'all know how I get out here but like <laughs> in, yeah. in like by Seneca Park the zoos and the sea park mm-hmm. that's lots stuff if Webster, you get outside yo, Webster, I was just up at Webster the other day Webster Park something is going on tonight what's going on tonight where like in the middle of the city the downtown idea. tonight what's today it was mad cars parked downtown when no, I was it might be that uh, that jazz thing oh yeah it is, yeah. And mm-hmm. then we got something going on real soon. They were talking about like on the radio as I was coming here. Uh, it was like, it was the 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 bull thing that you the the bull ride, mm-hmm. and then it was like, it was like uh like foam. It was like drinks. It was it was probably mm-hmm. for older people, but like it still sounds mad fun though, and it's yeah, something yeah. to do. Sure. Yeah, it was for like. Sure. Yeah, and no. I think there's a lot of community building stuff that happens here in Rochester that mm-hmm. people don't recognize and. That needs to be recognized more. And I'm, people are like, man, the city sucks. But there's like so much going on. Like even with um, what's his name doing all the murals around the city. Sean Dunwoody, yeah. that's my guy. Can somebody please, if listeners, please put me in contact <laughs> with Sean Dunwoody. I've been emailing him for years, and he does not email me back. Please <laughs> put me on, man, bro. Like, put me on. I'm trying to make a mural downtown. I'm so serious. Oh, so man, yeah, that's what I'm trying to do this summer. Letting everybody know, put me in contact with Sean Dunwoody. Mm-hmm. Make it happen, 2019 summer. But like, <laughs> our our generation doesn't even try to be creative with it. Like, yeah, we all want something that we could put on our phone for a 10 second video, Snapchat, little selfie, whatever. Like, oh, let's... everybody want to be a rapper now yeah, too. Like, it's <laughs> like, like, bro, like, oh my god, bro. if you want to, there's, there's tons of events that goes on, especially during during the summer, like. Even if you think you can't get in, you, I know you got a fake ID. You use that fake ID to go to Vinyl or whatever other club you, you're interested in. Like, bro. <laughs> Why are you endorsing this? <laughs> like, <laughs> you, I wish y'all could see his face right now. What you mean? <laughs> you know they got a fake ID? <laughs> Yeah, mad people got, bro, bro. This, this ain't nothing new, man. Mad people got fake IDs, bro. It's essential. Especially if you like 
It's <laughs> essential. Yes, especially if you're a junior, senior, or like a freshman in college. Bro, that's yeah. 17, that's 16, 17, 18, 19. Like that, or no, 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 no. 16 to 18, bro. If you that age, bro, you need a fake, bro. It's essential. Yo, you got a fake ID? It's essential, bro. You need a fake ID, bro. Because even if you're not you trying to get into, ladies. like, do anything bad, like, it's just for certain things, we want to have, like, fun with certain people or do certain things. You got to have a fake. It's essential. I know, y'all, I know, y'all, I know, I know most right. of y'all got it. So, like, use that to get to some of these positive events and stuff that's going on in the city, just so you could mingle and meet new people. That's that's another thing, too. A lot of people are, like, scared to meet new people. Yeah. There's a lot yeah. of, like, positive people out there. If you, as long as you're positive and you, like, tell yourself every day, positive vibes only, and believe it. Live by that. And was, you attract positive energy like that. I was talking to a friend recently who's, like, been feeling down about, like, his... You know, just him, you know, in general. Like, he's been feeling down about, like, his insecurities and all that stuff. And, like, I had to tell him, like... And this sounds really corny. It sounds really cliche. But I feel like males, they don't get, like... We don't get as much compliment. Oh, my God. We don't get as many compliments as, like, females do. I know I'm going to make a few people mad, but I just... I was about to say, I know someone's about to I feel like a a lot of... Like, males don't get as many compliments as females (laughs) do. And, like, and this doesn't just go with, like, the male-female thing. But, like, I'm telling you, every day, it doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter if you're a female. It doesn't matter if you're a male. It doesn't matter if you're black or white. You know, it doesn't matter if you're gay or straight or, you know, Mm -hmm. like... You gotta tell yourself that you're the shit, like, and I feel like <laughs> that's it's nice. like it's yeah, a yeah. it's a real cliche, but you gotta wake up every day and just be like, yo, I am me, I'm and I am the person. best me, yeah. and I am the goat, like I'm like I'm the greatest, I'm and the like shit. with that, know that you're the greatest, not necessarily because of who you are right now, but because of who you are gonna be. So mm-hmm. like, there's always room to improve, mm-hmm. and you're great because <laughs> of like your future. And I feel and, like a lot of people don't get to hear yeah. that, like. You know, they're like their confidence levels are like really low, and like yeah. they don't have. Well, yeah, yeah, they don't have to be. Like, you, we gotta yeah. all realize that we're. <laughs> Bro, I'm I'm like Instagram and um, all over the place online. It's like everyone's mad, depressed. Like I'm so ugly, and like <laughs> I'm so I'm so sad. I'm so depressed, and like I, I'm not hating on that. Like if you feel that way, I'm. Like I can't say anything about it, but. Oh like it's mad depressing like i need some positive vibes yeah. in my life yeah like i don't know like i can't like if you know me then you know that i'm like really like an uh, i'm like i always i'm usually always uplifting goofy. you know yeah i'm always goofy, goofy as hell. and like <laughs> when i like i always playfully like playfully but high key like i'm being dead serious when i'm like just like yo i'm sexy as fuck i'm the shit yeah you know like i like i'll be playing around when i say this kind of things but like at the same time i'm really like, it's like you know i'm just uplifting joking. myself yeah. you know mm-hmm. i'm saying like i am you know and that's what we all gotta do like and yeah, it right. might sound corny but <clears throat> confidence is key and exactly. don't get don't get confidence confused with being conceited g like don't don't get too over yourself but you yeah, become an coffee. asshole and start treating other people like they ain't nothing because like where you at now if you're depressed and you feel like you're nothing for you to come up and then make others feel that way it's like bro you've been there like how can you yeah exactly. it's like shysty yeah mm-hmm. and going back towards like the whole you know uh like what actually got this whole thing started with like confidence and everything 
if you have good confidence and you have all those positive vibes, it's so much easier to meet other people with those same positive vibes. Yeah. And it's so easier. It's so much easier to work. It and makes like, life so make much stuff easier. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like way easier to like live like your life. Opportunities and come with that. Exactly. I remember with like positive energy. I think it was when I was in like ending of middle school or maybe it was the beginning of middle school. I don't remember. But I like I started to fake my confidence until like I like really believed it and I just became like a much more confident person. Yeah. And, and like you was, just yeah, become way happier mm, but, too. Like mm-hmm. positivity just brings happiness. And I know it sounds like really obvious, but like, you know, a lot of people just don't know that. You know, you're yeah. confident, like what do you gotta be mad about? Right. You know? Yeah. Just so like when you, you li- people that are confident aren't petty. Huh? What? People that are confident, they're not petty. <laughs> you right. Like though. for real. Yeah. Nope. Name a person that's yeah, confident that's, that's petty. Like Everybody that you see as like depressed and all that, like it'd be the smallest things that get to them. Like, mm-hmm. like petty. Like, bro, right. get over it. Yeah. I mean, it's because it's, it's a lot of insecurities. And we all yeah. have our and like I just want to go off on a little tangent. Like insecure, like everybody's insecure about something. Everybody mm-hmm. has their insecurities. And like once you realize that, you know, everybody has their insecurities, like your life will be way like better. No one's perfect. Uh, also no matter how much a lot of the insecurities that people have other people don't notice or like don't care yeah i think that was the other thing i was watching an interview um <laughs> what like for real that's a fact yeah my nose is so they were, big they were, they they security yeah, i've like, never even yeah. looked at your nose like i, I don't know this as mm-hmm. big um <laughs> but i was watching i was watching an interview with frank ocean the other day and he was saying like his motto like something that he always thinks about is that no one cares and like it's not like a, <laughs> that's a my depressing motto. I way. Swear that's my motto. Yeah, it's not in a I depressing way that like no one cares about you, but it's like you can do whatever, whatever, like period, and <laughs> just do whatever you want, and as as long as you care, then period. Boo. Yeah. <laughs> but now with like guys, yo, <clears throat> like guys. It's always that double, that double standard is holding us back as well too. Like how like we're not supposed to express ourselves and we can't be as open. I express it's myself. It's like a line that you know is placed. You saying for us. men? Yeah, it's like a line because like you said, we you know need compliments and stuff like that too. It's just some guys feel like they, some some guys probably heard that and was like, no, I don't know, I don't need that. Yeah. Like, oh, oh like, yeah. Like, man, not, like, yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, you don't like, need no, com- like, you don't need people to, you know, boost your confidence. Like, you a whole man. Like, yeah. no, like. It's the same way as, like, guys need somebody to talk to. Yeah, it's way easier. Time. It's way easier for a female to be like, oh, my God, you're so pretty to a different female, to another female yeah. than it is for a male to go like, yo, you look really good today. Yeah. And not sound like gay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like and everybody be like, yo, I see bro, you. Bro, why are you acting mad gay? <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? The way they address that for guys is, I see you. Cause we don't have the confidence. We're not even yeah. confident in ourselves enough to say like, "Yo, you look good." Like, yeah, you know, that, I like the way you put that that fit together. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, see, look, it's, it's <laughs> no, it's not. It's just, it's just, just the way you said it, yeah. and then like the way you looked at me, like. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, nah, like, hey, like, no, you really yeah, looked at me and said, like, "Yo, I looked the way you put that all together, yo." And no, but like seriously though, like that's a that's a real problem, like. If you if you like if you got if you got like a guy friend and you a guy like and they just look good like I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you like you you look nice today bro like yeah, facts. I, um I I try to put those two things together like the confidence with the um like expressing yourself not like just as like the man that people want you to be that um 
like that like toxic max masculinity type stuff. Um, what? <laughs> like what the hell was you just looking at, bro? Like, like, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> um, dang. Yeah, like express your feelings and all that just with confidence. I'm just, people are gonna be like weirded out at first, mm-hmm. but just do it, and yeah. eventually people will get used to it and hopefully it make other people feel comfortable and, too. And going off that, closed mouths don't get fed. So if you don't tell Facts. people what you want or need, Facts. they're not going to do it for you. Like, Facts. like I, I, I'm going to connect this with my job. I recently got a new job and this is like the best job I've ever had. I work at a restaurant and like, I ask him stuff every day. Like, I work at a restaurant and so like, I like to cook but I'm not really that like good of a cook. Be like that. And so, like, I'll just ask him, yo, how do you, like, how do you season this? Or how do you put this with this? And I know, like, sometimes, well, he probably isn't getting tired of it. He's probably used to it. <laughs> but I know, like, sometimes I'll be, like, in my head, I'll be just like, dang, I'm asking him a lot of questions. I, like, I'm getting on his nerves. But, like, if I want to do this, like, yeah. if I want to, you know, go ahead and, you know, learn this new thing. You know, I am working at a restaurant, you know. Now's the opportunity. Why not? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because later on, you know, we'll be on our own. We'll be cooking our own meals. Why not learn now? You know, mm-hmm. closed mouths don't get fed. And so you won't learn if you don't ask. You won't have these opportunities like we were talking about last time if you don't take a hold of them. You know what I'm saying? That's a good point. I was about to say something. I just completely forgot, bro. Dang. That's paid. I just, I like, it literally it just, just ran out. Like. You know, that's been happening to me a lot lately. <laughs> me too. Right? Like, yeah. Yeah, I'll be, just, like, I'll be mid-century. Then I'll be just like, dang, what? Man, huh? It was right yeah. there. It was what was it about? What was it about? What was we just... <laughs> Close you know don't get You know what? All right. So, yeah, females, like... With, with, oh! <laughs> for every... So, for all the athletes out there, right? Even some of... Well, I, I always compare as athletes because, you know, I, I was an athlete. So, it's easy to make that comparison. Whatever. So, for all the athletes, when you learn how to do a certain movement or do... Like, take a certain shot or do something with the correct form, with the correct fundamentals, it's going to feel weird at first. It takes practice, it takes time, and then eventually it becomes natural. It's the same thing with like guys being comfortable with oh yeah, freely expressing themselves. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I had a question for you personally. Right, so I was playing basketball the other day, right? <laughs> and I shot, Terrible. right? Terrible. I shot, and I shot differently than how I regularly shoot, and it made it. With one hand? And I like, huh? With one hand? Bro. <laughs> yo, stop trying to disrespect me. Just listen to what I got to say. That's a question. Right, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. So... I shot right and I was really feeling the shot and I like knew it was gonna make it and it made it right mm-hmm. it was like the perfect like, mm-hmm. like arc arc yeah, yeah exactly and so uh, the, like a few days before that I was just shooting like my regular way right how do I know if my regular way is like my shot you know what I'm saying I was just gonna versus say. the shot that I've made and I like felt it real like mm-hmm. You know, real heavy. You know yeah, what I'm I was saying? gonna say that, right? So, so look at Lonzo and his brothers. Look, look at Lonzo and Lamelo Ball. For those who know basketball, they both shoot. Real right? weird. No, 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 let me give more names so people, you know, know. So like Lonzo Ball, Lamelo Ball, Ray Allen, Reggie Miller. Ray Allen didn't shoot real, did he? You know, listen, listen. Yeah, yeah, he shoots different. Oh. Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, all great shooters that have different shooting forms. There's no like for you. one perfect way to shoot. You know what I mean? Like, no, what? like that's not that's not really what I'm saying though. What I'm saying is like, I don't think like I can't. Oh, I, I left the part out. 
I can't remember the shot that I took that I really felt. You know what I'm saying? Oh, but I can like I can naturally natural. the one huh? that didn't feel natural. Yeah, the one yeah, that because you had to practice that shot. Oh. <laughs> you had to practice yeah. that shot. Okay. Mm. Okay. Even, <laughs> oh no, no. But even even when like and we keep making this basketball analogy, but like even when you take that shot that feels that felt great, like good, and it was like the what they call a traditional form, the, the fundamentals. Yeah. Yeah, the fundamental even, even, I always even miss. The, the fundamental shot is a little different from the next man's because the hand, the arm may be longer, hand may be different. You know what I mean? There's a lot of that goes into it. Mm-hmm. Even just, there's a lot that goes into it. But yeah, but uh, for our lady, for our female listeners, um, we do. We also respect you all as well. Like, <laughs> have confidence in yourself too because. You know, a lot of you. Well, I don't, it's hard to kind of say this without offending so many people. But there's a lot, like a lot of negativity on social media, with you know, people not being confident in who they are and confident in their skin. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, wear it. Be the best you. No one can be you better than you. It's and, so hard to give and it's, advice to people who are, like don't feel good about themselves because mm-hmm. it it's hard to um, say stuff without making it sound like their problems are smaller than they actually are. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I was talking to a friend the other day, like, he was, and this is the same friend I was talking about earlier, like, we had a full-blown conversation of how, like, you know, our, you know, our lives and our insecurities and how we didn't know, like, how we would turn out in the future, right? And he wanted to change how people saw him in the future. He said, he, like, we're going off to college, and, like, I just want to change how people see me, mm-hmm. right? That's too much work. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, what do you mean? It's too much work changing who you are just like just for you to not be who you are. You know what I'm saying? I think there's a difference, though. I don't think you should change yourself to change how other people see you, but like change yourself for you. Like Change yourself to be yeah, like, I don't, a better I don't version think, of yourself. Okay, so let me rephrase that. If you're doing it so other people will see you different, don't do it. Yeah, this is, yeah. Because, like, there's no point. This is this is you, and you might as well be the best you, because there's no point of you working hard to change stuff that you'll just end up going back to anyway. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Like, if you, right. like, I was just going to say, like, I'll, I'll bite my nails, and I've been trying to quit biting my nails for the longest. <laughs> I'm not going to stop biting my nails, and, you know, if you find it disgusting, disgusting, well, <laughs> fuck it. Like, I don't, I, don't know what, I don't know what to tell you. And that's, like, this, that's yeah. like really small scale. But, like, there are certain insecurities that people have that they want to change that just, you know, they can't yeah. change. You got some nasty-ass booty diggers, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Your nails is, like, they're right stubs, like. Why are you, like, like, <laughs> come on, dude, like. Bro, that's his insecurity. Leave him alone. I'm not insecure yeah, about nah, that. I, I, y'all want to yeah, hear my insecurity? I know, I know how Jordan is. I'm just y'all. Y'all want to know my insecurity? So, I feel like my earlobes is mad big. I've been saying this. Never even lobes. look at your earlobes. See, this is yes, what I'm talking about. Like, <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> but yeah, bro, where where your shit? You know what I'm saying? Like, where your where your insecurity? Whatever is you, like, be confident with exactly. it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Because like, I. Recently, like in a lot of like social media, stop looking at my nails, dude. I'm not. I haven't looked at your nails since I started drilling. You mad weird. I didn't stop look at nails. Stop looking at my nails. Yeah, I didn't look at your nails. There's no nails to look at. <laughs> <laughs> it's just mad skin. It's just... Don't disrespect me like that. <laughs> so, uh, I've been seeing on social media, like, you know, stuff that people used to drill like years back, you know, they. What? What, Isaiah? 
What? Damn, but what? <laughs> <laughs> stuff that I'm just listening to what you say. Go ahead. Stuff that people dogged about like years ago, like they starting to do now. Like I can't think of examples at the moment, but like y'all know what, what I'm saying. Stuff I don't know. Like your trends. Yeah, like certain trends oh, that people yeah. just like went against back yeah. then. Like, are there's like they're cool now. So if like people had like um, whoa, 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 what's those things? About like those fanny stuff, packs, like, like, yeah. I'm just talking about in general, like just the way people, you know, like walk outside in general. You know, there's insecurities. The way they, <laughs> what? what? <laughs> you look real perplexed. I don't like oh, just. No, I'm just thinking. Oh, okay. Just the way <laughs> the way people like go through life, you know, some stuff is like it gets dogged, you know. Yeah. In the past, and then like you you see it now, and people are wearing it like it's like it's regular stuff now, you know. Mm -hmm. So who's to say that like your insecurity won't be someone else's like trend tomorrow? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's true. That's a fact. All right, are we are we that done with this main topic? Because this topic sprouted from like last yeah. episodes. Okay, so let's dive into. All over the place too, yeah, to be honest. Yo, man, what y'all think about that when they see us? The series on Netflix. That junk was fire, bro. That it had me different. so depressed once I was done. I it, was, I was really shook. Yeah, I, I, I cried. I'm not gonna lie. That junk made me emotional. I think yeah, I would have if I wasn't around other people. Yeah, got kind of rough. Yeah, like I don't want to, I don't want to give it away to anybody that saw it, but like. I'm telling you right now, we finna spoil it. I'm just finna tell you now. It's yeah. gonna be okay, mass spoilers. So. If y'all haven't watched it, go watch it, then come back. Mm -hmm. Yeah, come back to the episode. But uh, for those of y'all that don't care, we just finna give it all away, you know, to be honest. But so, uh, When They See Us is a, a short series about the Central Park Five. If you don't know who the Central Park Five is, who Go look that up. Yeah. Yeah. It's important. History. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, I was just gonna give it away. Good point, Ben. Go look that don't go look that shit up. Wait, wait, let me let me cut you off for a second. I was watching one of the interviews. They were on they was on uh, Oprah and they were saying like The Central Park Five? They were saying like let's not call them the Central Park Five anymore because that was like the stigma given to them for a crime that wasn't committed. Let's call them the exonerated five. I feel like I've heard that before. Yeah. Cause like the, the central good park, point. Right, like it's That's a, a good point. that wasn't done by them. Yeah. Why should they be? Why should they be identified by that that title? Mm -hmm. so let's call them the Exonerated Five. No, I never heard it's that before. But you're right. Yeah. Can I call them the X Five? X Five, yeah. Make it easier to say. Yeah. X Five. I feel like yeah, our conversation is gonna flow a little better if I call them yeah, X Five. Yeah. Facts. <laughs> so, what do you want to explain? Like the backstory behind? Oh uh, yeah, I'll do it. Uh, so. X5, they were five young boys who are black and Latino descent, mm -hmm. and they were in a park, Central Park, one day, you know, with a bunch of friends, and a lady had ended up getting raped in that park the day they were at the park, mm -hmm. and those boys just happened to be caught by the police that day. Somebody called the police, and were the boys, like, I know it was in the show that they were like, you know, f there was kids fighting down there and they were like all but yeah. the kids that were like the the x5 they weren't part of the fighting were at they? all oh, okay and what's funny is right so i think three of them were caught it's the same day of the rape and then two were caught the next day mm -hmm. we're not we're not caught but like they one, caught. one was, they one were was grabbed down up. the street right one was and, caught yeah. or grabbed and then yeah. his friend followed you know go to get him yeah. from the precinct mm -hmm. and he was dragged along into it okay so yeah so the ex exonerated five the x5 they were in the park 
and you know they were just enjoying themselves they were with their friends and somebody called the cops and the cops all pulled up to the to the park they arrested five of them like isaiah said three of them got arrested the day the rape occurred two of them were arrested the day after or maybe a couple days after when they were walking down the street and one of them that like out of the two that were just arrested days after one of them was on a list of the people that were at the park and because that was his friend the second one followed Mm -hmm. he said he didn't want to let him go by himself and you know so he went with his friend and you know and the whole the whole like like the the whole documentary the whole series was just how like the cops had uh you know, they had interviewed they, them without the mm-hmm. without the supervision of their parents. Mm-hmm. They, were they, had all, forced, I mean, they were all minors. All yeah, they yeah. had forced lies out of kids. You know, I just mean, yeah, because they were they were like starved and like sleep deprived mm-hmm. and all that and beaten. Yeah, yeah, straight oh, up. Yeah, like, they were yeah, beaten. That one boy, yeah, slapped up against all, the wall. Yeah. All of them. They 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 came out and oh. said like later on like. You know, half, like majority of what really went down wasn't even it wasn't even to be in the put show. In there. Yeah, like yeah. it was way Damn. worse than. Yo, like, when that mm-hmm. boy got hit in the face with that uh, the helmet with the helmet, I was mm-hmm. like, yo, like, mm-hmm. and then like I don't, yeah. why did he? Well, I don't know. Like, if see, I don't want to, I don't want to say this because like I just feel like you know this is a scared situation. You know, you don't know uh-huh. what to do, but like. I'm just putting myself in his shoes, and I, I, I just feel like I would cause a scene. Like, nigga, you just hit me. I got a whole bruise on my face. Yeah. And, like, they, like, just the fact that they, like, it hurts me because, like, they made it, they made him blame it on the girl. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They said that she scratched his face. Mm-hmm. But, like. They coerced the kids into saying a bunch of things that didn't happen. Facts. And, yeah, like, it just hit, <clears throat> it, it hit real different. Like, the whole series hit different just because, like. It was just some random kids that were like chilling in a park one day. And, and uh, an anonymous source, Brian, he brought up that like this happens all the time. Like mm-hmm. this is not just one occasion. Yeah. This is the you one know, the we cops, hear about. You know, th- exactly. It's just one that we hear about. The cops, like they go through this all, like they do this procedure all the time. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that's really scary because mm-hmm. this could have been any of us. And yeah. that's what that's what I've been thinking about since like I got. Like, I, like, finished the whole series. Like, uh-huh. this could have been me. This could have been my mm-hmm. brothers. And when it really hit me is, like, the last couple episodes when they were they were out and, or at least all of them except for Corey, I think, was out. And their lives were, like, they missed their whole, like, a whole huge chunk of their lives. Just mm-hmm. to be hit with some bullshit when they got released. Right. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Because then mm-hmm. after you've been in the... um. What's it called? Unless you've been incarcerated. Yeah, with, incarcerated. With, with that yeah. crime, it's hard to get a job. It's, it's like, hard to well, do. It, yeah. it, it, it's, it's hard to do. Once you're incarcerated, everything. period. You know what I mean? But like, with that job specifically, you can't work with kids because you can't like, like... You can't work with kids. You can't be out past 9 o'clock. You can't... Like, you have to be home at, in the house at 9 o'clock. You can't get a job, so it's hard to pay, like, everything. Like, yeah. he... like And the, since you have that, the, um, that tag the, of, like, the Latino guys on you... And mm-hmm. even you have if, to be yeah. registered all yeah. your life as a yeah. sex offender. I even think. if the crime wasn't committed by you, you're registered under that. Yeah. So it's gonna stick with you. And and what hit me hardest, right? 
and this is this is like this is what hit me hardest. Like they had been beaten, mm-hmm. they had been tortured, they were starved, they were like they were just sitting in the empty room for mad long. They couldn't get jobs, and none of that hit me harder than the fact that you have to admit to the crime to be yes. paroled. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not yeah. like and that's not the to reason be released, Corey stayed in huh? too. Yeah, the reason Corey stayed in is because he didn't admit that. he And did I respect it. that so much. Yeah, like, like I, I, I give it. Like oh my God. I'm not saying that all the other guys are wrong for admitting what they did. Yeah, they, but yeah, like they Corey, shout out to you, like <laughs> because like. Yeah. The fact that, that you didn't, yeah. like, the fact that you didn't give them the, like, the, the, I don't know what fucking word I'm thinking of. Like, <laughs> the fact that you didn't admit to something yeah. that you didn't do mm-hmm. is so strong to me. And it was so symbolic to me. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Man, he was in, he was in solitary confinement for the majority of his sentence. So he was hallucinating. He was, yeah. and like the way he, even the way he and had to get. And wasn't he in an adult jail? Like all the other yeah, kids were he in was, like, he was, yes. he was, a, he was a minor. Yeah. Put into prison because he had a fake ID. Yeah, he probably and went through like the worst treatment and got stabbed all that. up, jumped, and all that. And yeah. to be honest, he wasn't. I'm not saying he wasn't part of the group, but he, he wasn't was part of the group. Like, he was, he was, he was down there to support his friend. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And the cops said, like, you want to come here, be a good friend, support. Yeah. Your and and like and like I, I said before, this is not demeaning any of the other X five. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah, because they all but, went through something tragic exactly this is like not saying that their problems are any lower than his you know they all lived a hard life two things that really struck me crazy like one was and i know you you heard it a lot towards the end of the series like the last two episodes probably even more than that um wait how many episodes were there I, I said it was four. seven. It was four? Yeah, it was like four, seven. bro. Yeah, when I said, you I said seven, four, I, it was because I didn't watch it all at once. I like kept breaking it up. Uh, yeah, um, so like when... But yeah, so hold like on, the hold last on. Before two, you go on, <laughs> you told me seven, right? And I was so excited to watch seven whole episodes. That junk ended, and I wanted to fight you. Like, I really wanted to text our group chat and be like, yo, like, why... Like, what are you <laughs> game, you bro? Like, why would you lie? Like, You're welcome. That You're welcome. did not help me yeah, in any way. Not well, Merry Christmas. <laughs> but nah, like I was saying, so like, um, damn, what was I saying? See, bug me. I'm sorry. I don't. Uh, oh yeah, so like towards the last, towards the ending, like the, the second last episode and the last episode, there was a lot of clips going by with the mother saying, "Just when you thought you were doing a good job with your kid, or just when you thought things were going good, mm-hmm. just when you thought that, that hit me, because it's like, that's kind of where I'm at, because there was a lot of things going wrong before, and I had to grow and. My parents did a lot to prepare me for certain things in the next level. And it was like, just when you think things are going well, Uh just like that, it can just Uh offer something you didn't even, Uh weren't even around. Because the rape happened in a a totally different section of the park. You know how Uh big Central Park is. Uh It's a totally different section of the park, and they still, like, went down for it. Yeah, it was and crazy to me how they made up their story and they just did not budge at whatsoever. Well, so that's, that's what I, it's that's what more than just a story. It's like the whole, I feel like what I took, another thing that I took from this is just like, you're just set up to fail. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of black kids are literally just set up to fail. Well, like it wasn't just the jury. I mean, it wasn't just the, uh, the judge. That's what I was going to tell you It wasn't just the prosecutors. It that's, wasn't just the cops. That's what I was going to talk it's about. It's just the whole community. It's Fam. society. You're just Fam. set up to... They went on trial twice and both times they had evidence to show none of those kids... Did it? Did Like, yeah. Like, none of the evidence... Like, nothing was related. They couldn't find no DNA. They but couldn't find... You see black even, kids... The stories didn't even add up. The videos danger. were chopped up and weird. And like, 
None yeah. of it added up. And I feel like some of it came from like, oh yeah, they probably didn't do this crime, but mm-hmm. they probably did another one, so they pro- they should probably serve time for doing a different crime. Mm-hmm. Even though these are innocent black kids that just wanted to live life. And I feel like it hit, well, I know it hit the parents because like these parents, you know, a lot of them told their kids to go to that park that night. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, go to the park, Get go outside. have fun with your friends. Go outside, and yeah. <laughs> nowadays in our society, like, when you watch movies like The Little Rascals and, like, I don't know, just, like, other movies, like, I remember talking to my mom about, oh, yeah, these kids can just go outside by themselves. Yeah. You know, they can go outside by themselves. They can go to the store. I heard they can, like, you can, you can like, buy cigarettes at a certain age. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, like, yeah. I, this is not really important, but it goes towards the whole idea that, like, Back then, you can do a lot more things, but in our society now, life has just gotten way more dangerous. And so, like, you just aren't given any chances, you know what I'm saying? Has it has it become more dangerous, or just has everything just been put on, like, yeah, a I've big heard, screen for us? Because now that we have social media, and I've now heard we can a lot see less everything. Dangerous. Well, not necessarily a lot, but at least I've heard people say that it's less dangerous now, but it's just, like, more... Like out there, yeah, so out there. To see. Yeah, that's what I heard too. Stuff. I heard that too. But I don't. I have no idea how true oh. it is. I haven't seen like any actual like studies or like statistics or anything. yeah, yeah. I, so I, I don't know. Sure. I just feel like uh, I don't know. <clears throat> I, my grandma told me like that. Like it was. I mean, maybe she's wrong. I mean, crimes, you know, we like this. This is something that we got to do research on. You know, we got to mm-hmm. look at data. Yeah, we got to you know see like. But at the same time, that data is like. There was more. There's probably more data now than there was back then, too. Mm-hmm. So, like, who know? See, people was getting their fingers sent to their parents in the mail. What? Stuff like that don't really happen no more, bro. Huh? What? Wait, what? Yeah, like that's how wild it was. Like, I've heard plenty of stories with like OGs, and, you know, OHs that I've been around, and like it just time, just times were just different, you know, like. Mm-hmm. I'm Even with some of the older rappers, sent to people in the mail. Yeah, like like the what mob type stuff. Like you know, like when people, oh, like when people, yeah, I did like, hear stuff about. Yeah, like if you snitch, if you snitch, people get killed. No, <laughs> no, I was just, I was confused. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, no, like stuff like that used to happen. Like people snitching, getting their tongues, their tongues cut off, stuff like that. Like no, that like for real, stuff like that really used to happen. Like things get like wild stuff. Like stuff like that don't really happen no more. Like I mean, now it's just like more kids have guns and more kids shoot, but like. There was like really like sick individuals out there. Like, I felt there still are sick individuals. Yeah. Like, we just like, don't bother to. At this point, it's I don't so. Know. It was I feel like at this bro. point, it's so common. Like that, I I think that's what it was. You know what I'm saying? Like back then, it wasn't very common. Like wasn't like serial killers weren't really popular until like a certain time, right? Popular. <laughs> Not popular, yeah. but they weren't like popular oh, in yeah, media. No, no, I know what you mean. At a certain point, like the mass shootings. You know, like kidnappings mass shooting like none of that was really happening like people didn't have those ideas in their heads you know mm-hmm. and so one person starts it and then two people started it, and four people started it, and like i don't know i, I that's i want to i want to see like statistics and stuff yeah. about it because i feel like we're just saying stuff yeah. <laughs> like, and it's hard for us to yeah. talk about a time we didn't live in so yeah right that's true and anybody can say anything you don't have to believe everything people tell you yeah that is so, true right. shit what i heard could be wrong shit what yeah, i heard could be, be exaggerated could have been exaggerated like yeah to be honest though but uh yeah how do you guys feel like when you're like even before you like watch that you know whole thing how did y'all feel around cops before 
Yeah, like before even watching it, and then like after, like we'll talk about after later. I, I of like course. Ben. You want to go first? Uh, yeah, sure. I mean, for me personally, I grew up not really like having much of an opinion on cops, other than that they're like civil servants. Uh, yeah, like they were like keeping cities and towns in check and making sure like stopping crime and that type of stuff. But um. It wasn't until, I don't want to say recently, but like fairly recently, I guess, that I realized um, it was yeah, it wasn't until fairly recently that I realized cops had like a racist um, mindset drilled into them. I've heard it's like through trainings and stuff, mm-hmm. cops have racism like drilled into them. I'm sorry. I just saw. I just okay. So this person just. I'm looking on Snapchat, and this person posted this thing that said, "I keep my mouth shut at all times." And somebody commented, "Please," because you have breath stink. <laughs> and like I, I don't know. That joke just really. It was real funny at the moment. But yeah, you proceed. I'm sorry. I said what I said. Oh, edit yeah. point. Edit point. You want to go or you want me to go? go uh, yeah, so the way I saw cops before this was like, it was like one of my biggest fears. Like, you know, people have like phobias or anxiety where like certain things trigger certain mm-hmm. reactions. You know what I mean? Like people, some people shake, some people sweat really heavy, some people breathe hard, um, et cetera, et cetera. Now that I'm driving especially, like whenever I see cops, sometimes I have that thought like. Felt that. Like, mm-hmm. cause you know, some people they say like, yo, this may be the time when it's like, yo, I'm getting pulled over. This may be the time. But like, sometimes I had that thought like, yo, this may be it. Like, mm-hmm. this may be that time. You know what I mean? Just yeah. cause it's, it's just as simple as that. Like you get pulled over for going one mile, for, like one, one, you know, one, however you say it, like <laughs> barely going over the speed limit. Yeah. Even if you're going under like, oh yeah, uh, illegal lane change. Now you pulled over and something as small as that just that re- cause for a ticket. Mm-hmm comes a shooting and a death it's like it happens just like that so I always you know even at my school we have an officer that works at the school and every time I'm near him it's like a fear that it's, it's hard to explain there's nothing else mm-hmm. that you know I've gone through recently or that I can remember that makes me feel the same way mm-hmm. just just seeing him literally and I, I don't even look him in the eyes sometimes I just keep my eyes on his gun because I'm like you never it, it, you never know what is, what is, like, what national, not, not, not national, what race? He's a white guy. He's a white guy. Oh yeah, I was going to say, I don't feel uncomfortable just, around just, Santana. Any yeah. cop, any cops, though, man, I just don't like them. Yeah, I, I just don't like them. And we I always have that fear. I always yeah. keep my eye on their gun, because even sometimes when they approach you, when when times is heated, they got their hand already on the holster. Yeah. And it's like, damn, and like, the thing it's is, not even that serious. They have tasers. It's not even that serious. They don't even reach for the tasers. They instantly, boom, on the same side, like. Uh, situation you gotta be that yeah, serious but I don't I don't know like I, f- I think it's because well, I wouldn't say it's just because Santana is Latino yeah we have a but like Santana Santana's just a cool guy you know like I don't he does have a gun he does have a gun I've seen it before but like I don't know like I don't I know that like he's trained mm-hmm. like that way I but, feel like, like he... he comes off as like and there are plenty good cops like let's let's clarify. Yeah, for sure. yeah, there yeah. are plenty good cops out there, and I just I think 
Santana is one of, well, I know Santana is one of them. Yeah. You know, he's a cool guy, and he's always, like, he comes <laughs> in, like, I see him in the hallways, he'll, like, you know, take me to the side and ask me how I'm doing, how's my family doing. He doesn't yeah. even know my he, family. He, like, makes conversation know? with people, he's just, like, a friendly dude. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, like, before I even watched this, I just had the mindset, like, I did, like, when I was younger, I was like, okay, you know, cops are cops. Like Ben said, they're civil, they're civil servants, you know, and... Then as I got older, I knew what they were doing, and I was just like, I ain't scared of no, no I ain't scared of no cops, you know, you know, forget <laughs> the cops. I ain't worried about no cop. Yeah. And then like I started driving, and you know, like Rock you. said, like you, huh? Started to hit you. Yeah, man. like it really did start to hit me. Like it's like, like, I don't know, like I could, I could really die if I got pulled over right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, crazy. you know, they could mistake me going for, you know, like they did in, uh, what's that movie called? The hate you give. Like, mm-hmm. I could be going for a brush. I think it's a gun. You know, I could be going for my uh, my license and registration. Oh, he's got a gun. And I recently learned that a lot of black people, they put their license and registration in, like, either in the visor or in the, uh, what's that thing that uh, that blocks the, the sun blocker thing? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, the visor. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's the visor? Yeah. I thought the visor was, okay. Okay. Well, yeah, they'll put it in the visor so, uh, like... You know, it's you're reaching up. You know, they can see you. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's easy access. You know what I'm saying? And I did not know people did that. It's crazy. Uh, also, like I don't know, like it wasn't even just driving. Like that that started it out. But then at any time, like the cops can just stop you. And also, I had another meeting with a cop, and he was telling me, well, a lawyer, and he was telling me how like easy it is to pull people over, how easy it is to just find a crime. Yeah. You know, did you guys like I know a lot of you didn't know this, but you know, having, you know, those air fresheners in your car on that mirror, mm-hmm. the cops can pull you over for that. Oh, thirsty. yeah. Because that cuz it uh, cuz it like mess it's it's like distracting or something. Yeah, it's like yeah. a distracting thing uh if you have That's ridiculous. a tail light out, you know, cuz and you're going if you I had mean, a tail light out, right? And you were going to fix it as like <laughs> at that moment you yeah. were driving. They can still pull you over. You know what I'm saying? They have if a quota to meet. Got, huh? They have a quota to meet. Huh? Every month they have a quota to meet. Like a certain number of people that they have to pull over. Yeah. And give tickets. And to. exactly. Like it's it's like they can pull you over. Like there's the smallest thing. Like there's a big list of like small things that you can get pulled over yeah. or stopped for. And that so, like. And <laughs> that feel just, like pulling you over. Yeah. And like that just made it so like much scarier. Because like I can literally. Mm-hmm not be doing anything wrong and it makes it so much easier for them to stop you and then after watching this movie you know even if they don't kill you even if that fear of like dying like even if that goes away you know what i'm saying and it Mm -hmm. won't go away Uh if you go to jail like if you go to court you know if you get arrested society is still not on your side like even if you don't end up dying Mm -hmm. which is what i feared a lot before after watching this just made it like you know oh yeah you may that's not like, die that's like your whole you life may go to jail like you know you might you might go to jail for something you didn't do yeah and even when you are killed they just get community service for it hmm? even when you are killed the cops just get community service for it they don't even really get jail time for yeah. murders like that you know what i'm saying well i heard and i could be wrong but i heard that there's a new like law that's like the hands up don't shoot law or something like that and it's like saying how they about to manipulate and maneuver around that so yeah crazy. I know but like at least like 
I don't know. At least it's like something towards, you know, reformation. Yeah. It's like the hands up shoot law or something like that. And it's how like it's like uh investigating or charging <laughs> cops with killing of like you know yeah, yeah, black you know black males or black females or something like that. Like black people in general. Huh. Cool. I'll do more research in it and I'll let you guys know next episode. But like it's really I like I just heard about it not too long ago. But yeah, like I, I just felt like after watching this movie, it just like, it just fear just it keeps growing for, you know, and it shouldn't have to be like, this is obvious thing, but it shouldn't be this way. You know what I'm saying? Like I shouldn't be <laughs> right. scared to walk you out my freaking yeah. house, right? You know, walk down the street, especially since like cops are supposed to be there for protection, and so then when whoever is there for protection isn't on your side, then. I didn't even like, think about that. Yeah. Like, if you're if you're scared of the people on your street, right? If you're scared of like, you know, your community, uh-huh. and I'm not talking about the cops. I'm talking about regular people. If you can't yeah. walk out your house without being scared, and then you can't go to the people that are supposed to keep you safe, then who the hell is supposed to keep you safe? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Who's who's there? Right. Yeah. Nobody. Nobody. What time? An hour. Jeez. That did not seem like an hour. Thirty minutes just went by. <laughs> what it felt like, <sighs> but yeah, man, it's scary. Scary when you think about it like that. Mm-hmm. It's not to fall back to, especially and then now, like with our communities being so like separate. No one, it's not together anymore. Yeah, it's not. Like, no, it's no unity. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's just people living next to each other. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Pretty much. Well, ooh, ooh. Let me tell you. Let me tell you what this lady next door to my house did, bro. Yeah, I'm like, your shit, bro. <laughs> ever since we moved in. Yeah, she just being like, oh, I really hate this lady so much, right? <laughs> so we had a dog, right? And she used to call the cops on the dog. And when I, like, Yo, it's what? not, huh? She used to call the cops every day. She, she called the cops. Hell, she called she animal old, control. She? she called, huh? She old, ain't she? Yeah, she old. Mm-hmm. Right? <laughs> and, like, she calls them every day. Like, For I'm telling huh? For what? Anything and everything, mm-hmm. right? So... I'm about to go in. I'm about to go on my rant. Yo, be ready for it, right? So, <laughs> first day we moved in, she was already, like, real skeptical about us living there because she was giving us mad, dirty looks. We live in there for a few months. She start, like, calling the cops, calling animal control about our dog being outside too late, him barking. We brought him in the house, and she still says he outside barking. She got an old man down the street to call the cops because they knew it was her that kept calling. Yeah. So he called, called the cops on us. And this was an everyday thing. Like, oh this was literally God. every day, right? She wrote us a hate letter. <laughs> my parents never let me read the hate letter, but they let us know that she wrote a hate letter. That's... You know what I'm saying? They didn't want us like around all that negativity. Yeah. Uh, she was throwing chocolate over our <laughs> gate at our Bro, dog. It's not funny, but it's kind of funny. Like she, she was just like, she trying to kill the dog. Yeah, and like we cut our grass. We'd oh, go outside man. for like cookouts and stuff. One day, Christian was cleaning out the car, and she put like he put like a, some plastic stuff over it, like on the car, and it like the wind blew it in her yard. She was in her window, recording us on an iPad, recording us on an iPad. <laughs> she said she was gonna give it to the cops and tell them that we were like trashing her yard, and like like just doing stuff in her yard. Like we oh don't care. God. And then we were cutting our grass, and the way the gate is set up, the gate cuts like off part of hers. 
but like our backyard there's this little like lane of grass like really really small and it leads into her yard but it's still mm. our property mm. up until it gets into her yard you know what i'm saying mm, yeah she was saying that that part all the way to the back is her property no it's not we looked on the we looked on the house plans it's our property and like she was like going into our yard and just like throwing trash into that part because it's her property if it's her property why are you putting trash there <laughs> You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. And she then just, she just don't got nothing to do with herself. She don't uh, got no time. She, started, she has all like, the time. More recently, well, this is not recent. One day she saw me at the job and she tried to smile at me. And then like I just like, ooh, like no, nah, I didn't stick my middle finger up. I was fine. <laughs> like I'm, I'm a professional guy when it comes to everything. <laughs> so I just walked away. Like I'm not finna talk to you. I don't like you. You know. And then she was telling like the whole, like my whole floor of people. I worked, I worked at like a nursing home, and mm. so like I'm a unit assistant. But there's aides and nurses still on the floor oh, that are, like, yeah. higher than me. And so she was telling them, like, all the business. And she was saying it as if she was, like, not the bad guy. Oh, yeah. I'm not finna get into it because it's, like, really long. But, like, you know, she just a... Ooh, ooh. Mm-hmm. And so more recently, we've been parking in our grass, like, in the front yard. Mm-hmm. Because, like, we have a lot of cars. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so, like, sometimes my parents have to leave at different times because they, they're both on call. Right. So, like, they don't want to move the car to get to, like, out of the, you know, what's the name? And so she called the cops. Well, she called the city, and the city said that we can't, like, oh. park in the grass. Yeah. <laughs> Why do Why? you care? <laughs> Why do you care? Oh, my God. And so today, today, she made me so mad. So my dad had two cars in the backyard already. We have two cars that are driving right now, mm-hmm. and we have two in the back. A Pacifica and a Subaru. Those cars we had driving a while ago, but they were messed up. So we've been trying to fix them over a couple like months. Yeah. Recently, I got a car from my uncle. So we have three cars in the back. She called the city and told them that we can't have... And the city came to our house and said that we can't have all those cars in the back. <laughs> she said that one of the cars is a red Subaru that's in the back of our car... That's in the back of our yard. And there's like... We, it's been there so long that... It's like vegetation growing around it. So now we have to get rid of all. I have to get rid of my car. I have to. Michael has to get rid of his car. That was like the one that he planned on being his. Oh my god! Chris has to get rid of a car that he probably planned on being his. Because they're not like they're not like able to be driven, Mm -hmm. and we just have to get rid of them. My dad has been trying to fix like. The, the car that's mine He's mm-hmm. been trying to fix that Really quickly yeah. So like he doesn't need To get rid of it mm-hmm. The other cars They've been there for months But mm-hmm. the car I got recently Like we were trying to fix them As soon as possible And we were already Trying to sell those other cars Because we just realized they, Like we didn't want to Waste the energy fixing them When we could just sell them For money mm-hmm. right. But like still Like it's just the principle Like why Why do you care Like we're not in your yard We're not bothering mm-hmm. you We don't talk to you to live your life <laughs> Exactly Like why do you Like and that's the thing About like You were asking me The other day and we wanted to make this like a topic in our in, in one of the episodes, but we're just gonna talk about it now. Like, what would you do if a person like and I know she's racist because like I read part of the hate letter and it was like some racist junk. And what would you like how far would you go for a person that's like Oh yeah, yeah like yeah, racist. You know, a person that. that doesn't and it's not even just racist, just a person that doesn't yeah. like you because you're you. Like if she was stuck in a fire in her house, would you go save her? Yeah. I'm not saving her. I, I think I would. I think I would. Well, one, I'm not going to risk my own life. No, I'm just, I'm just shady. I'm just a shady person, period. So that's not really the best question for me. Like, I wouldn't save her on top of her being racist, but, like, I'm just, 
I'm uh, well, that's not that's not the thing for me. Now, yeah. if it's my little brother, little sister, yeah, if you like understand that, my parents probably like the way my parents raised me. They probably wouldn't even if it was them. They probably wouldn't even want me to save them. Like you know what I mean? Like don't risk your life for me because you know they, you got more. Of a I'm the future. You know what yeah. I mean? Like I'm the youth. Yeah. So ha, yeah. you the future. Yeah. <laughs> For the future. But like, yeah, no, but if, if it was something like that, like, yeah, she, I mean. I mean, I think we agreed on the fact that I would like, I would run in, but then like, you know how If in it's the movies, like too dangerous. Yeah, like if like something around. falls in front of me yeah. and like there's no way I can get to her, like you better jump out the window. Like I might catch no, you. No, yeah, yeah. I, I do that. Like I'll catch you. Come jump out the window, but I'm not going in. Yeah, I'm like I'm not going to save you. Like. But I feel like if you don't have the mindset to at least try, then that makes you like, I don't know, this is not, I'm not saying that this makes you bad, but like my mindset about it, like, and if I was in that situation, I'm just as bad as the that person. You know what I'm saying? Hmm. What if it was like, they got too old to cut their grass and like none of their nieces, nephews, no. whatever was. Old no, enough. I'm not cutting your grass. Yeah, cut it off. <laughs> nope. You will grow if you're paying me. Yeah, no. Nah, I'm not even. I'm yeah, not even yeah. paid by her. No. Yeah, they work. <laughs> Yo, like you can knock on my door, and you won't even get to ask me. Like that. That's like that's the point. Like I'm not going to talk to you. I'm not going to interact with you. Like and as petty as she is, she'll probably take you being in her yard doing service as you invading her. Yeah, uh, you're right. Exactly. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm just trying to. No, nope. I I could not cut her grass. Nope. That's keys for that. I wouldn't go nowhere for no extreme wouldn't for no person like that. Mm-hmm. Just I don't see value in that. Yeah, like I, I I don't know, bro. Like she's really I don't know. I've never wanted to fight an old lady so bad. <laughs> like, I work at a yeah. nursing home. I work at a nursing home and I've never wanted to fight an old lady more. <laughs> That's funny. Like, it's not funny, it's bro. Like, like He'd be stressed if she couldn't wash you, though. Huh? He'd be stressed if she couldn't wash you. <laughs> yeah, square, square up, man, square up. <laughs> it didn't, like, drop you on your neck. Dang, if she beat me up. Never mind, we're not going to... Yeah, yeah, not embarrassing. Uh, okay, I want to wrap it up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You want to do it? I mean, how do I, I know? No, you don't want to do it? All right. <laughs> This was uh, episode three of For the Future. Make sure you go subscribe. Uh, like, I, like I said, first few episodes were on Instagram. So go follow our Instagrams. Uh, For the Future Official. That is our like Instagram as the podcast. But we also have our own Instagrams. Mine is Jordan21601. Uh, B-E-N-C-B-A-B-C-O-C-K-0-1. Jesus, that was quick. <laughs> Mine is uh, ibrock88. Make sure you go follow us. Uh, make sure you... Uh, we're on Spotify. We're on Google Podcasts. We're on Apple Podcasts. Make sure you go watch. Make sure you put people on. And make sure you tell us what you want to hear in next episodes. Mm-hmm. Uh, till you see us again. Yeah. Don't be afraid to ask us questions. Ask us questions, please. Talk to us. Give us feedback. All see, that. y'all never say this before I just give the ending. Y'all could just cut me off and say this. Y'all let me get to the end and say bye, and then y'all want to add something. <laughs> you brought it up. I'm just letting you So you trying to shoot this fair one? I don't like your tone. I don't like your tone. No, I'm good. Mm, I'm good. Uh, <laughs> all right. So I don't do this.